0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk with Bishop R.C. Blakes. R.C. is an author, empowerment teacher, and the proud pastor of the New Home Ministries of New Orleans, Louisiana and Houston, Texas. His message circles the globe. His conversational and candid approach to challenging content makes him a relevant voice to all generations. Get ready for a life-changing transformational conversation.
1: Hello, this is R.C. Blakes. I am so excited today to be able to share with you once again. Now, you know, you know the drill. I'd love for you to invite someone to come in and to be a part of this conversation today because I believe it's going to be a good one. If this is your first time here, you know, I am a pastor, I am a, uh, I'm an author, I'm a husband, I'm a father and uh, I'm a man that's lived a little while and I have a lot of opinions and I try to share them understanding that I'm no therapist, I'm no counselor, none of that I'm just a man and a pastor that has lived and I try to share my experiences and what some call wisdom uh, with people all around the world now God has given me a, a very special ministry to women uh, my wife and I, in fact, Lisa and I work together, and it's from the perspective of a father. So when you hear me talking, you know, this is, not, um, this is not manipulation like I see a lot of times. This is me really speaking from a father's perspective into the lives of women who in many cases never really had fathers to share wisdom with them relative to how to live or how to do life properly now if you followed me for any length of time you know that my overall movement is Queenology and within that context we talk about Queen consciousness and it's from that platform if you've not bought my book go to Amazon check it out go to my website rcblicks.com check out the online programs that are there but queen consciousness is when a woman truly and completely listen to what I'm saying she truly and completely understands who she is, her value and her worth and it's it's from that context that the woman begins to live her life and when a woman is queen conscious it empowers her to naturally steer around many of the pitfalls that average women or women who suffer from broken consciousness deal with. Queen consciousness is when a woman really understands who she is, her value, her worth, and she demands it. Broken consciousness is when a woman has been so conditioned by the world that she does not have a clue who she is. So she allows the world, as we put it, to mark her down. She allows the world to change the price on the price tag according to what it dictates. And then she marches according to the beat of the world's tune. So I want to talk today about how a queen conscious woman, when a woman is living her life, queen consciously knowing who she really is how a queen conscious woman avoids soul tie entanglements and I think I have about seven points I want to make tonight how a woman when she is living in the dimension of queen consciousness how she avoids soul tie entanglements just by functioning within her new standard you see because when you you think about it any entanglement is the fruit of confusion it's the fruit of confusion, it's the fruit of spiritual and emotional disorder when a woman becomes queen conscious it means that she is aligned with the creator's plan for her she understands it, she accepts it, she knows who she is she owns her worth, she owns her crown come on somebody and then everything in that woman's life aligns itself under the creator's order for the woman. It's when the woman comes into divine order that Uh, The the creator brings the woman into emotional order, and then the woman from there naturally accepts or rejects the things that the world is offering based on if it aligns with who she knows she is, or if it does not align. Now the main thing anybody has to understand about soul ties or entanglements is that you need, there's a need to get the life in order. And where we start with the woman is, we bring the woman face to face with who she is in the creator's eyes. And once you understand that, once you get a glimpse of that, once you awaken from your uh, coma of unconsciousness, and you wake up and you say, wow, the crown in the room is mine, the throne over there is for me and you actually sit on that throne and you actually begin to reign your life shifts into divine order and I want to show you seven ways, seven things that queen conscious women do that always steers them around entanglements or soul tie relationships. Number one When people want to leave, queens let them go. And I know I just disrupted, I know I just disrupted a whole community of women right there. When you are queen conscious and people are in your life, more specifically a man is in your life. Well, not even that, not even only that. It may be friends, it may be family that are trying to entangle you, trying to entrap you, and and putting all of these ultimatums. When people want to leave a queen, a woman that is queen conscious, she lets them go. Because the beginnings of a soul tie is in indecisiveness on the part of the person you're connected to. You know, you you get these people that show up in your life and they can't make a decision. They can't make a decision. They do just enough to keep you interested and to keep you tied up and to keep you entangled. But when it comes down to pulling the trigger, making a decision, where are we going, where is this moving, they can never make a decision and then they play this game with you. Okay, well, I think I'm going to leave. And then there you are, because of broken consciousness, begging them to stay. But when you're queen conscious... And someone wants to leave your life, someone's indecisive, someone can't make up their mind, they want in, they want out, they want in, they want out. Queens don't play games. Queens are very clear. And when someone wants to leave, queens let them go. Because this is one of the tactics of narcissistic and toxic men to infiltrate the soul of a woman. You see, once a man gets you to a point where you're begging him to stay he knows then that he has infiltrated your soul and he has his hooks in your soul when, when a man tells you he wants to go listen to this very carefully when a man tells you he wants to go there is no other appropriate response, but okay. There's nothing else you can say that is going to end well other than okay. If, if you say, why? You're digging a deeper ditch for yourself. If you say, please. If you say, don't go. If you say, I'll do better. If you say, tell me what I need to change. All of these are inappropriate responses. The only appropriate response to a person that tells you they want to go is okay. Now you all know my my testimony and I talk about it all the time. Back in the day when I told Lisa I didn't think I wanted, wanted, wanted to be married and I thought she should move on. She didn't beg, she didn't ask me why, she never asked me why she just said okay and she moved on with her life sometimes, you know queens understand this, sometimes a woman has to leave a man for a man to really see her if you go to Matthew um, chapter 10 verses 11 through 15 just to bring some biblical context It says what Jesus is teaching here He says whatever city or village you enter Ask who in it is worthy Who welcomes you and your message And stay at this house or stay at his house Until you leave that city He's talking to the disciples about how to deal with people that receive them Versus people that don't He says in verse 12 As you go into the house Give it your greeting That is peace be to this house If the family living in uh, the house is worthy, welcoming you and your message, give it your blessing of peace. That is a blessing of well-being and prosperity, the favor of God. But if it is not worthy, take back your blessing of peace. Whoever does not welcome you nor listen to your message as you leave that house or city, shake the dust of it off your feet in contempt, breaking all ties. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, it will be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that city since it rejected the Messiah's messenger. Jesus is saying to the disciples who are bringing the gospel to people, you know, this message determines hell or heaven. And Jesus says, but hey, if you go into somebody's house and they don't receive you, he says, shake the dust from your feet and move on. The only appropriate response to somebody saying to you, I don't want you, is okay. Now, I'm going through all of these psychological games, the reason queens let go so easily, and it's not always easy, but queens do it, The reason queens let go is because the only man, listen to this very carefully, the reason queens, queen conscious women, are able to let go so readily is because the only man that can reject a righteous woman, can reject a queen, is either a devil or a clown. When a man is foolish enough to reject, and this is the way you have to think when a man is foolish enough to reject you and to say you know i i don 't want this no more i 'm out of here, let him go because this can only be a devil or a clown, at least you know this is not a man that 's wise enough to discern your value now." If you go to Luke chapter 6, verses 22 and 23, it says, Blessed are ye when men, now listen to this carefully. Blessed are ye when men shall hate you and when they shall separate you from their company. And shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the son of man's sake. Rejoice ye in that day and leap for joy, for behold your reward is great. He says you're blessed when folk... Reject you. Why? Because for someone to reject you, this either has to be a devil or a clown. You at least know this is not your equivalent. So he says what? Rejoice because queen conscious women view rejection as protection. There are so many of you that are probably watching this now who can testify, and if, you, if you're there, I'd love for you to put it in the comments that, you know, one of the greatest things, or some of the greatest things that's ever happened for you is when certain people left out of your life that you thought you couldn't live without. You, you lived to learn that it really was not about their rejection as much as it was about your father's protection. God was protecting you. Come on somebody. So so queens, queens avoid, queen conscious women avoid entanglements and soul tie relationships because when people want to, to leave, they let them go. You know, average women beg them to stay. And they dig what? They dig a deeper and deeper and deeper hole for themselves. Number two. Queen conscious women avoid soul tie relationships and entanglements because queens, queen conscious women do not pursue men and they actually trust God to bring the right man into their lives. Now balance, I'm not saying that they sit home And hide out from the world and expect God to have a man knock on the door and say, the Lord sent me to you, and the Lord said, you're my wife. No, they are actively involved in the world around them, but they are not desperate. They are not pursuing men. Queens also avoid soul ties because queen conscious women never chase Queen conscious women never chase because a woman that chases does three things simultaneously. Letter A, she pours out her self-esteem every time you chase. It's like, it's like running with buckets of water. Imagine those buckets being your self-esteem. You cannot run with buckets of water. Run, chase somebody with buckets of water and catch them or pursue them and end the chase with the same measure of water that you had when you started. Whenever you're chasing a man, you are you are pouring out, you are spilling your self-esteem. Let it be. Three things are happening whenever a woman is chasing. She is pouring out her self-esteem, let her be. She is never in position to be found. While you're chasing the clown, the king is ringing the doorbell. She's never in position to be found. But queen conscious women understand this. I'm not going to chase you because if I chase you, I am going to waste my self-esteem. I'm not going to chase you because while I'm chasing you, the right one will not be able to locate me. A man will never identify a woman as his wife that's chasing another man. And then let her see she becomes increasingly more and more desperate. I'm certain that there are some women that are probably in the chat that can testify the more you chase a man, the more desperate you become. You, you, your self-esteem drains so much and, and you, you know you waste so much time and then the world fills your head with all of these ideas about your value being attached to your age, your size, and so forth and so on that the more you chase, the more desperate you become. And then the men you're chasing, they can sniff out that desperation and then they use it against you. But when a woman is queen conscious, queens never pursue men. They approve of men, but they never pursue men. They, they signal interest, but they never pursue queens maximize what queens do while average women are chasing and creating all of these soul ties and these entanglements queens maximize their lives as individuals as they become the kind of wife the kind of husband they're praying for is looking for Hmm. As, as she maximizes her virtue. She is trusting God to raise up her husband, to recognize her, and to be able to approve of him. woman cannot accomplish these things if she's chasing something that God never sent. Do you think God would send a man into your life that you would have to chase? Do you think God would send you a man that you have to run down and chase? The Bible says in Proverbs 18:22, "Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord." The man that would be your husband is going to be looking for you, and he's going to recognize you when he sees you, but you've got to be like a queen, conscious woman. You've got to be available. And if you're out here chasing somebody that's not even worth a conversation, you are not available. You see, a woman will not stop chasing until she knows what she brings to the table. Now that's a question that I hear popping up a lot. What are women bringing to the table? Man, what in the world is that? I guess this is just a new generation. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Because, you know, me, I'm a man. I'm a a heterosexual, 1,000% heterosexual man. And for me and the people I know that are like I am, the greatest thing God ever made was a woman and 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 the reason a man, these the way I think, maybe I've made something wrong with me, but the reason a man even has the you know, the motivation to get up and, and build a table is because he's trying to make room for a woman. What does she bring to the table? A woman's presence, the favor that comes with a woman that is a wife. I'm preaching better than y'all shouting What does she bring? A woman won't stop chasing until she knows what she brings to the table You are a man's favor My life drastically changed When I made Lisa my wife That favor didn't hit my life as long as she was just my girlfriend When I said I want you to be my wife and I married that woman and I don't know, three, four months after I asked her to marry me. We were, we were married. Hmm. And that favor, the favor that hit my life, you know, just unbelievable. But you see, as long as you're listening to all of this rhetoric about what you bring to the table and you try trying to explain that, that's a foolish question to be, be quite honest with you. That's a foolish question because the man, if, if, we, if we're talking about biblical manhood, classical manhood, it is the man's responsibility to be concerned about the provision for the woman. It's not the woman's responsibility to be concerned about provision for the man. When the man takes the woman, the man gets all of the favor that God has put within that woman. The Bible says that the woman was made to help the man. If we didn't need help, God would have never said it. Now, number three. Number three. How do queen conscious women live their lives in a way that avoids soul tie entanglements? Number three. Queen conscious women do not respond to low frequency men. So you're not going to get no queen conscious woman to be responding to no man to my, you know, what's up mama? Mm-mm. Hey, can I holler at you? Can I holler at you? You so fine. Mm-mm. It, takes, it takes a woman with broken consciousness to be flattered by that. Now, 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 now balance again, balance again, queen conscious women do not walk, do not show up in the world As though you know, you know they're above everybody, and you know they just—they're just a stiff shirt. No, 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 no. Queen conscious women are very polite, you know, very cordial, smiling, and all of that. You know, speaking to people, but queen conscious women discern low frequency energy, and they do not respond to that. What are low frequency men? Men who make you feel sexualized but never seen. Low frequency. Men men who fertilize your insecurities but never elevate your self-perspective. Men who trigger you and never secure you. Low frequency men are men that simply compound your trauma. They do not bring a sense of safety. They do not bring a sense of respect. They do not bring any sense of honor. Queen conscious women don't even entertain a man that's on a low frequency. Now she'll be nice, God bless you, you know, oh no, no, no can I bring you out mama? No, 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 no. I, I appreciate it but God bless you, you know I got some other things going on right now and I, I really appreciate it but you know, God bless you. Because the Bible says in Amos 3 and 3, can two walk together except they agree. I heard one man say many years ago which was so true he said you can pretty much discern your own level of 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 intelligence or, or spiritual discernment when you look at the person you've attached your life to. If 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 you're constantly if you're constantly attracting and attaching to low frequency guys, it means that your frequency as a woman needs to be elevated. You can only tune in to a station that you're tuned into. And if you don't shift to that frequency, it doesn't matter how many kings God may send your way, You will never, they will never be able to locate you. And you will never be able to locate them because the frequencies are different. You have to be able to look at your life and you have to be able to say, I've been living my life as a woman on a, on a lower frequency than I deserve and I've accepted low frequency men into my life. And the Bible says in Ephesians 4 and 27, don't even give place to the devil. Deuteronomy 22 and 10 says, thou shalt not plow with an ox and an ass together. The two, You can't plow with the two because they are not alike. So when you're constantly attaching your life to low frequency men because you're too desperate to wait. You're, you're too out of focus to really move forward with your life and to build your life out as an individual and to trust God to bring the right man into your life. You, and you're wondering, you see, the reason you can't plow with an ox and an ass together is because they're going to hurt one another. You can only apply a yoke, be not unequally yoked together. You can only apply a yoke safely... To the necks of two beasts that are of the same kind, the same temperament, generally the same size or stature. Queens understand that they cannot connect themselves to low frequency men. Doesn't matter how fine he is. Doesn't matter how tall he is. Doesn't matter how good he smells. If he's on a low frequency She understands that he is not the man for me. Therefore, she moves on where average women try to take a low-frequency man and bring him up. Big mistake. The only person you can bring up is you. And, and how many women have gotten caught up in entanglements and soul ties because you believe that you could take a low frequency man and bring him up when you've not even elevated. The reason you're entertaining him is because you've not elevated. So again, we said number one, when uh, queens avoid, queen conscious women avoid soul tie entanglements because When people want to leave, they let them go. Number two, we said that they avoid soul-tie entanglements because they never pursue men. They actually trust God to send the right man. They'll be available and they'll approve, but they ain't pursuing, they're not chasing. And then number three, we said that um, queen conscious women never respond To low frequency men trying to what? Entice them into usually sexual relations. They never respond. They never affirm low frequency men. Now number four. How do queen conscious women live their lives in a way that eludes... Soul tie entanglements. Number four, queens respect their intuition and their discernment. A queen conscious woman is wise enough to know that if I don't feel right about it in here, somewhere up in here, I'm not moving on that. Doesn't matter how good it looks on paper. Doesn't matter what my flesh is trying to say. Doesn't matter what my carnal mind is trying to say. If there's something on the inside that's saying, "Uh -uh," uh-uh, your spirit disagreeing with something is the biggest red flag in the world. Your spirit disagreeing, your spirit being uneasy about somebody is the biggest red flag in the world. Listen to what the Bible says in Job 32, 7 through 9. He says, I said days should speak and multitude of years should teach wisdom. In other words, people should become wise. You would think people would become wise because they live a long time. He goes on to say, but in verse 8, but there is a spirit in man, a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Great men are not always wise, neither do the aged understand judgment. In other words, he's saying you can't depend on your intellect. You can't depend on your years. You have to you have to learn how to locate that spirit that's within you, because that is where God, the Father, the Almighty, he says, is going to give you inspiration. If you want to know if God agrees with a thing or not, check your intuition. Queens always follow their intuition. Queen will tell you in a minute, girl, no, no, I had to let him go. Why? Why? Just something about him. I just, I just. You mean to tell me that fine man, that fi- that man with all of that money? Yeah, yeah. That man with all that money, that fine man. I had to let him go because there was something about that brother that just wasn't agreeing with my spirit. I just had to move on. God got to send somebody else. He'll do it. But see, a woman with broken consciousness, she ignores her intuition, and she gets in one. Soul tie entanglement after another, after another, after another. Then, after about 10 of them, then she said, Ain't no good men in the world. All right. (laughs) Number five Queens avoid soul tie entanglements because queens properly prioritize their lives. God, themselves, then others. You'd be amazed at how many women do not have that kind of prioritization when it comes down to arranging their lives. God, me, and others. Soul ties occur where a woman's priorities are out of alignment. In in many cases the man has been, she she's pushed God so far to the side She's now idolized the man. She's idolized the man and and it's disrupted her consciousness. She's she's disconnected from God and she's even disconnected from herself and now she's idolized this man because she's not properly prioritized her life. If you're going to be able to to follow the inspiration of the Almighty in your spirit, you're going to have to have a life that is properly prioritized. God, yourself, and then others. If you go to Matthew 22, 36 through 39, he says, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God, watch it now, with all thy heart. With what? All thy heart. And with what? All thy soul. And with all thy mind. You've got to love God with everything. Your heart, your soul, your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. You've got to love God. You've got to love you. And out of the love you have for yourself, you're now capable of loving others properly. But if a woman truly prioritizes God... God teaches her to prioritize herself. Self love proper self love comes out of a complete God love. And this means that she is never looking to a man to validate her or give her a sense of worth. Because she finds all of that in God and then God gives her self-love and then out of her self-love she's able to determine how to love others Now if, uh, let me see, if a woman loves God, the Bible says here in Matthew 22, 36-39 love God with all your heart, soul and mind if a woman loves God with all of her heart, soul and mind it means there are no vulnerable entry points for a soul tie to develop because that woman has already created a soul tie between she and God God has a soul on lock there, there's no relationship that can come to an end that she can't get over because she's really given God all of her heart her soul and her mind anything else is negligible Number six, number six, and I only have seven. How do queen conscious women live their lives in a way that avoids soul tight entanglements? Listen to this one very carefully. There's a lot of wisdom in this one. They make their relationship choices based on what they know they don't want rather than merely what they want I want you to think about that how many times have you gotten what you wanted and ended up with what you didn't want and having what you wanted was not enough to overcome or transcend the pain of ending up with what you didn't want it's more important for a woman to focus on what she does not want than it is for her to focus on what it is she thinks she wants. You know why? Because what you think you want will blind your eyes to what is obviously there. What you think you want, when you're living your life based on what you think you want, your flesh is steering you to what you want, but the wisdom of God, the wisdom of your spirit steers you away from what you don't want. Because sometimes what you think you want, if you look a little deeper, you realize this is what a certain part of me wants, but that ain't what I want. This is where you you choose type over character. So, queens do relationships a little differently. They they ask questions to reveal motives and character because they want to make certain that this is not something I don't want. I don't want to end up with something that's appealing to me and then, you know, run after something that's appealing to me and then end up with something that is uh, lethal for me. In Proverbs chapter 2, verses 10 through 15, it says, When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things, Who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Who rejoice to do evil and delight in the forwardness of the wicked. Whose ways are crooked and they forward in their paths. He says, discretion shall preserve thee. See, queens go a little deeper than, okay, dude, I want to be six foot, I want to be, you know, this much weight, I want to be this color, and so forth and so on. queens said, oh, that's nice, but now, let me make certain that this is not what I don't want. Because all that other stuff, that's surface level stuff. But I need to, I need to, I need to look deep before I leap, because I want to make certain See, it's 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 not wise to discover that that you have, um, you know, a, a physical abuser after you marry a man. You should have figured that out before. It's not wise to figure out you got exactly what you wanted in terms of your type. And then after the wedding you discover you got a narcissist that that, that, that won't stay home and, and cheat with everybody in the neighborhood. So you should have been looking for what you what you do not want. Queens look a little deeper than average women. And then I shut it down with this. Number seven. How is it that queens um Tend to navigate life while eluding, avoiding soul tie entanglements. Queens close their sexual gates. Queens do not allow themselves to run rampant sexually. And doesn't mean that queens don't have a sexual life, and doesn't mean that queens don't make you know blunders or whatever because you know most of the people I know in this world have done it, but Queens live their lives in a certain kind of way that they're not just gonna be in and out of the bed, you know Queens are very thoughtful. I made a statement at um Tiana von Johnson's conference. Uh, women doing it big. I'll be back there in New Jersey in June. Lisa and I will be there for that conference. I made a statement the last time I was there that you know queens you know may very well sleep with multiple men, but they should have all been kings. No queen should get out of the bed and look back and say, "Oh, that's that was a clown. That was a clown," because queens close their sexual gates. Queens don't play with sex. Queens don't allow men to sample. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. When a queen has sex, she has vetted a man, she's vetted his spirit, she's vetted his mind, even his body. It's the medical stuff you need to know about before you get in a bed with somebody. Queens do not participate in hookup culture. When a queen gets in the bed with a man, it, if, if he's not her husband, there's a, there's, a, there's a strong indication that this is where it's supposed to be going. Now, it may not work out or whatever, 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 but queens are not participating in hookup culture. A queen will lock it down. She's not going to have a man just bouncing up and down on her body, creating all of these sexual soul ties with a man, doing all of these tricks and all this kind of stuff to her body and having her mind just flipped out and tripped out and all this kind of stuff. No, no, no. Queens close their sexual gates where average women try to prove themselves worthy through offering themselves sexually. Biggest mistake women make is to think that you can give a man your body and he in turn is gonna give you his heart. He ain't gonna give you nothing but what he giving you. He, 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 he ain't gonna give you nothing but what he's giving you. Now that's the, way, that's the way your daddy should have told it to you. He gonna give you whatever you getting in the moment is what he's giving you. You can't give no man your body and think that he's gonna give you his heart the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 and 6, For of this sort of they, y'all know this is my favorite text, For of this sort of they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lust. Queens get a handle on their lust. They keep their bodies under control. And they close their sexual gates. They're not creating all of these sexual soul ties with all of these different men trying to get all of these men out of their spirit, getting all of this stuff out of their bodies. They close their gates. So now my prayer is that my prayer sincerely is that something I've said has stirred something in you. Now listen, 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 listen. I know that there are many of you that are watching this right now And I know that you've made, you know, a lot of these mistakes, but that's why I'm here talking to you now. You're not beyond redemption. Your value has not been tampered with. Your value is innate. Just because you made all of these mistakes does not mean you're worthless. One day the Holy Spirit showed me a vision of a crown, a a solid gold crown. That looked like somebody maybe took a, an axe and, and put a massive dent in that crown. And the Holy Spirit said, is the crown worthless because it's been fractured? I said, no. He said, why? I said, because it's solid gold. The value is still there. You may have all kinds of fractures. You may have made all kinds of mistakes. You may have done all of this stuff I've talked about. But your value is still there. And I'm just here today to say to you that the Almighty wants to put you back together. And I just just want you to just just give God a chance to elevate your self-perspective and bring you to the place of Queen Consciousness where you belong so that you can begin to demand what you deserve. And now my prayer for you is that every soul tie, every entanglement, is broken and destroyed off of your life every man that you can't get out of your spirit, every man that you can't get out of your mind every man that your body is addicted to my prayer is that the Holy Spirit will break and destroy every yoke off of your life and God will give you freedom and God will give you peace and God will give you rest in Jesus' name Now just receive that embrace of the Holy Spirit I know this is not church But hey, I'm a preacher You, you should have known that when you got here I'm a preacher embrace the, let, Receive that embrace of the Holy Spirit Let him love on you Let him restore you Let him renew you Let him refresh you In Jesus' name Now listen I'm gone I gotta go I'm not leaving you I just, I'm just stopping. I'll be back next time. I may see you again this week sometime, even before next week. But I want you to go to my website, rcblakes.com. Those of you who, who are striving, you're saying, you know, I really, I really need to know more about this Queen Conscious thing. Go to my website and look under rcblakes.com. Look under online programs and look for the Queenology online program. I promise you, I promise you, it's going to set you on a different path. Go to Amazon, check out the book at Amazon. While you're you're at my website, sign up for the mailing list. Sign up for the mailing list. Those of you that need counseling of any kind, BetterHelp Counseling, there's a link in the description for BetterHelp Counseling. And if you use that link, they'll give you 10% off and as, as, a, as a consequence they will sow into the ministry R.C. Blake's ministries uh, a referral fee because I referred them to you they're who I refer I'm not a counselor people, people want to make me a counselor but I'm not BetterHelp Counseling is where I send people to so go and check out that link in the description thank you To all of you that have sown into our lives, Lisa and I love you with all of our hearts. I promise you, we love you with all of our hearts. We thank God for you every day and we so appreciate you. Those of you that are starting Mordecai Mission with us in a few weeks, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be amazing. This 2022 class is going to be absolutely amazing i love you i thank god for you remember this you're on top and you're going higher god has more in store for you so i we these and i will see you at the top god bless you until next time
0: We here at R.C. Blakes Ministries want to thank you for spending this time with us today. R.C. and Lisa are always honored to have you with us. Don't forget to reach out to us by visiting our website at www.rcblakes.com. While you are there, you may join our mail-in list and receive a free download of The Laws of Manifesting Your Vision by R.C. Blakes. Also look at all of the online programs by R.C. You may find all books written by R.C. and Lisa. Once again, all of us here at RC Blakes Ministries want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts and as we always say, see you at the top.